Hi everyone, my name is Munir and welcome to my podcast. Today I would like to share with you a topic that I'm very passionate about. Um, I've spent um, over the past 10 years looking at our leaders um, and uh, one question that I, I've always wondered is what kind of rules that you need to go through in order to have that wholesomeness. Um, so today um, I would like to share with you my observation in terms of the eight rules that ideally you need to go through in order to become that wholesome leader and therefore perhaps you can even be considered for one of those high-level leadership roles in our organization. So the first one um, is an operational role. Um, so it means that, you know, when you are, especially operational role will be more relevant when you uh, at a junior level being part of this day-to-day operation it can be um, you know operational as an engineer or as an you know, if you even if you're in accounting or even for me when i was in sales so um, ideally for example as an engineer you should you should be spending your initial years in the plant you know dirty your hands uh, really understand the nuts and bolts you know and what uh, keep the plant running um, or even a gas pipeline those kind of things or even a rig so really understand the oper- operational aspect of the the, the, the the portfolio that you're in charge with um, so for me my first six years um, when I was an executive I started it in Petrans Dagangan I was doing sales so managing my dealers managing my industrial customers you know um, collecting um, payments and this kind of stuff so operational role is definitely one of the function that you need to um, have that's number one number two um, is um, being part of the corporate office role so corporate office is where you get to be you know you get to be doing business development or strategy business strategy or business planning um, it's, it's about um, helping you to see that helicopter view to see that bigger picture the bigger perspective uh, listening in to how the leaders make critical decisions uh, how the leaders connect the dots how the leaders decide you know um, the trade-offs that they need to make um, and, and, and mitigating certain risk so a corporate role would enable you to see that helicopter view the bigger perspective that's the second that's the second one the third one is governance um, for me governance is important and I think there are a couple of uh, governance roles that you can pursue one is definitely being part of audit and number two HSS is HSE so um, you can either be if you are coming from technical or non-technical background audit is always a great uh, uh, role for you to go even for you know, those in technical, HSE is also another portfolio. Because why governance is important? Because then you get to understand uh, the importance of work processes, importance of LOA. And then when you do your uh, you know, findings, when you do your audit exercise annually, you can understand why um, they are failures to adhere to work processes and LOA. And perhaps then you can um, propose certain intervention to mitigate this risk in the future. So the third one is governance. Number four is actually uh, being part of projects. So this is not, uh, not I'm here when I talk about project, it's not about you know, being part of a department project or a division level project or even an OPU level project. Here is about being part of an enterprise level project. Why, it, why enterprise level is important? Because 
when you want to roll out the product or the service or the solution, you need to understand the importance or the impact of your solution to different stakeholders in the organization. So this is about really working from the different lenses and therefore um, being able to articulate uh, the concern from different stakeholders and, and before you roll out your solution. So number four is about uh, being part of these enterprise level projects. Number five is being an expatriate. Um, Alhamdulillah, I think you know in Petronas we have uh, opportunities for 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 some of you to go for overseas assignment, and if you are selected, the value of being an expatriate is really pretty much um, you know being able to deal or to work with uh, different stakeholders from different cultures, to see issues from their lenses lenses, uh, and then to also most importantly then how do you protect the company's uh, uh, objectives or the company's uh, you know agendas uh, and justifying it from those lenses right so expect, uh, being an expert is definitely an, a good exposure for you to have number six is about being part of the leadership team and here it's not just about leadership team in you know uh, in divisions or whatnot but here is about being part of leadership ideally in a public listed company because this is where you get to engage with your uh, independent board members and your independent board members come from different industries and they have different perspectives um, and then how do you integrate their perspectives into what you're doing um, and really building on those uh, stewardship from these independent board members uh, to strengthen the company so most of these independent board members will become a chairman of the BAC the board audit committee or the NRC, the Nomination and Remission Committee. So you would be you know, engaging with them on some of these working committees. That's number six. Number seven um, is being part of a stakeholder management. So stakeholder management in this context is the high-level stake management, you know, the federal government and whatnot. So ideally, um, you know, if you can be selected to be part of the president office or the EVP office, the SVP office, I think that's great. Or even be become the executive assistant, the EA. That's a great exposure. That's one, right? Because then you see how the leaders interact with the stakeholders at their level, be it the federal government or state government, or even the CEOs or even the leadership team of a, of Fortune 500 companies. So you are able to observe that. But if you are not selected to be part of those teams, you can still have those kind of stakeholder management if you go to the corporate office. Because there, you will be able to engage with you know, federal government or even with CEOs at, you know, of, 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 the, of statues um, um, in, in, in the, the opportunities that you're working on. Right? So stakeholder management, but in the context of really engaging with these high-level decision makers. And finally, is about being a stakeholder. Um, uh, sorry, finally, it's about ideally, if you can, um, join HR. Now, I'm not being biased here. It is about not wanting you to just join HR for the sake of joining HR. But there are some functions in HR that will be very beneficial for you. One that I can think of is being part of the compensation and benefit team. Because this group will look at, you know, incentive. Uh, incentive mechanism for you to keep your workforce motivated or even certain benefits that you want to offer to attract certain external talents to join you or of course the annual uh, increment or bonus uh, proposals that you have because when you are when you are part of the leadership team 
uh, HR will definitely will come to you and discuss about these matters with you. So at least you understand how some of these things were developed and understand uh, the, the 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 reasoning behind certain proposals. So these are the eight rules. If possible, um, you know, if you can go through, I think it'll be very good. And I think the question that I have to you right now is, based on the eight rules that I've shared just now, how many can you tick the box? And how many more that you need to go through in order to say, yeah, okay, these are all the experience that I want to have, right? So, what the best news is, we have my career eggs, we have my learning eggs, and these platforms will help you to um, identify these opportunities. And then when you find them, you know how you close those oppo- uh, the close the gaps through developing yourself. Um, and then eventually you will get through and get most of these roles and become a better leader. So it's a reflection. I really hope that you can you know do a simple exercise and just do the tick the box exercise, and then start going to my career X and look for those opportunities. So with that, thank you very much and have a good day.